Feeling and emotion is the heart of life for us here on Earth. Emotion functions like a compass. If your compass were never messed with, you would continue to follow it through the world, due north. You would not see your emotions as invalid. You would see them as valid and important. You would see every emotion as having a special message about your personal truth to convey. And as such, you would follow that message in the direction of what felt good, kind of like following your North Star. You would know that if you felt bad, it means that you were headed in the wrong direction, south on the compass, because your thoughts, your words, and your actions are pointed in the wrong direction for you personally. Our compasses are messed with. They're messed with during the process of socialization, when we come into contact with other people who cannot accommodate for our truth, including wants and needs and personal purpose, and thus require us to let go of our truth for them. They raise us to believe that this is the only way to avoid conflict and to feel good. They ask us to replace our internal compass with theirs, and they fiddle with our compass so it no longer reflects our personal truth. When a parent dismisses, disapproves of, or turns against their child's emotion, the child learns to abandon their own idea or estimation of the event in favor of their parent's estimation of the event. Essentially, the child loses faith in his or her own judgment, his or her own internal guidance system, and as a result, loses self-worth. The child learns they have no right to feel how they feel, and that their own feelings and therefore internal guidance system is faulty. They learn that it is wrong to feel how they feel, and especially wrong, therefore, to follow how they feel, and use the way they feel like a compass. And here we have a problem. Seeing as how your emotions function like a compass, constantly guiding you through life in the direction that is the best for you personally. One of the most important things that you can possibly do for your life is to get back in touch with that internal guidance system so that you can follow that internal compass in the direction of what's right for you personally. This is why teachings like follow your joy and be unconditionally present with your emotions and make how you feel the most important thing in your life are so important. There is one major problem inherent in approaching life through this kind of blind conviction. And it is that because our compasses are messed with, we might very well be following a compass whose wires are completely crossed. I want you to imagine a little girl. Imagine this little girl loves science. If it were up to her, she would be absorbed all day long in her microscope. This doesn't benefit her mother because her mother needs help around the house. And so, every time she becomes absorbed in her microscope or whatever other science project that she's doing, she gets shamed for it, shamed for being selfish. To the opposite side, the point at which she gets rewarded and feels as if she's being brought closer to her mother is when she is mommy's little helper. Because of this early education that following her intrinsic motivation leads to punishment and therefore feels bad, and being a helper leads to reward and avoidance of pain and therefore feels good, her wires have been crossed. Until she becomes aware of just why helping feels so good because of this type of conditioning, this will be an adult who grows up feeling as if the only way to feel good is endlessly helping. In fact, if you confront this person on what feels good to you to do, she'll say, helping people. 
She is following her own compass because she's following how she feels. The problem is she doesn't understand that her compass was rigged years ago. It doesn't reflect her intrinsic truth. It reflects the truth her mother wanted her to have. For this reason, helping people will feel temporarily good and like the right decision, but she will have no idea why she is so drained and why it seems like the wrong decision a little while after she has made it. Another example is that a person's internal guidance system would never reflect to them that it feels good or is a good thing to hurt themselves. However, let's say that you are seeing a child who's growing up with an antagonistic parent in a home. What if this person finds out that any time they feel good or are doing something that would benefit them, they start to be antagonized worse by the parent? And what they find, almost like raising a white flag, is that if they hurt themselves, or get hurt, then all of a sudden there's no motivation for the parent to attack them anymore, and the antagonism stops. In this scenario yet again, the compass wires are crossed. We start to learn that there is a relief inherent in hurting oneself, and an anxiety inherent in doing something that is beneficial to oneself. This person will start to experience emotional relief in conjunction with self-injury because they've learned that being good to themselves is pain and hurting themselves is being safe. Another example, let's say that a woman is starving emotionally. I mean, starving so incredibly intensely emotionally that when she meets a man who promises to meet many of these needs that she has, she can't hear any of the more subtle emotional cues or red flags that are coming up about this man. Instead, the emotion that trumps it is this incredible relief at having some of these needs met. Now let's imagine that this man is meeting these needs manipulatively. What will happen if this woman follows her internal guidance system is that she will end up in the hands of an incredibly dangerous man. Another example, let's say you've been trying and trying and trying and trying to make yourself succeed at something, and it hasn't been working. So eventually it just feels like relief to quit. That relief may not even be because you were actually meant to quit. Maybe it's because the thoughts you were thinking were thoughts like this. I'm a failure. I'll never amount to anything. And so you quit something you would have been very successful at because you interpreted the emotion of relief relative to quitting as an indication that you should quit. In this scenario, there's a high potential you didn't need to quit. What it was is you needed to reevaluate the way you were going about trying to succeed and the thoughts you were thinking, and maybe the actions you were taking. Here's another glaring example. We all have splits in our consciousness. To understand more about this, watch my video titled Fragmentation, The Worldwide Disease. Imagine that early on in life, a split within your consciousness was formed between the vulnerable aspect of self that really needs people and the protector aspect of self that had to deal with the fact that it didn't really have people to depend on by becoming completely independent. Because this protector aspect, the one that we would consider independent, was the one that kept you safe, that's the one you're going to strongly identify with. And the opposite, the vulnerable part that really needs people, you're going to suppress, deny, reject, and disown. Because you identified with that part of you, and independence, as a road to staying safe and therefore feeling good, your emotional guidance system will make sure you only feel good when you rely on yourself. You will feel terror when you think of asking anyone for help. You might get super sick because of shouldering all the pressure, or find yourself in a scenario where you really did need someone to succeed at something, but it just felt wrong to ask them. 
Following the feelings associated with your protector self is only following part of your personal truth, and a very extreme polarity at that. If people whose wires have been crossed follow their joy, they're not going to be following their compass due north for their personal truth. Because their wires were crossed so long ago, they're going to be headed in the opposite direction of their own personal truth and not even know it. Why? Because it's telling them that going that way will feel good. If your compass has been messed with, you will be following conditioning, not your personal truth. But eventually you will end up super confused and feeling as if it doesn't make sense because no matter how good that felt to do, obviously it was the wrong direction. Now the first thing we have to accept about this is that there's nothing inherently wrong with this. The reason that channels or spirit guides encourage you to follow the way you feel or follow your joy no matter what end of question is because they know that by doing this it is inevitable that you will end up in alignment with your personal truth. The reason that these beings don't teach this nuance is because they understand that if a person continues to follow their emotion in alignment with a compass that is meddled with they know that eventually a person will end up at a destination they don't want to be at. And based off of getting to that destination they don't want to be at, they will amend their desires and go in the direction of their pre-meddled with course. And that is inevitable. But here's the thing. There's a great difference between the perspective that our non-physical aspects hold and the perspective that our temporal aspects hold. From a non-physical perspective, life is nothing more than a blink of an eye. It's literally like walking into a movie theater and walking out of a movie theater. So it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. If somebody follows a compass that has been meddled with to the point where they get cancer, to the point where they then awaken and start to live the life they want to lead, it's worth it. But the perspective from physical incarnation is much different, isn't it? If you're the one experiencing this linear timeline and it doesn't seem like a blink of an eye and you're the one with cancer, it doesn't really seem worth it, does it? For this reason, and for the reason that I have committed to reducing suffering in the human race, I have to teach you this nuance when it comes to following your internal guidance system. It is inevitable that if everyone followed their joy, they would find their personal truth eventually. What no one tells you is that the conditioning that so often crosses our wires makes that journey one of many lessons learned the hard way. There is nothing wrong with this, but if you are dedicated to awareness, you need to at least be aware of that. I don't want you to distrust yourself and especially distrust the way that you feel. That's even worse than following a rigged compass all the way to total destruction. That distrust of your own internal compass is how we even arrived here to begin with. What I care about is that with this awareness, you will now have the capacity to question yourself. Not in a way where you are coming out of the gate as if you distrust yourself and the way you feel, the direction you're headed in life. With the attitude of curiosity and the commitment to become as aware as possible whenever making any decision along your course. You will ask yourself why something feels good to do. What is the purpose for it and why? If I might have been trained that what felt bad was good and what felt good was bad relative to this circumstance, how might that influence me in this scenario? If I were doing this purely because of how I want to look to others or to myself, how might that be true? What might I do differently if I knew no one would judge me or impose consequences upon me? Am I trying to avoid something in this scenario? 
and therefore being guided by what I don't want rather than what I do want. If I were not being honest with myself or other people in this scenario, what would I not be being honest about, and why? What are my real reasons for doing this? What makes me believe that this feels right to me? Are these feelings really mine? Or are the feelings the result of thoughts and belief systems I adopted from someone else? This is how I want you to look at emotions from now on. I want you to look at every emotion like the ice over top of a lake. Where the ice is the emotion, the lake water underneath is the very important personal message, let's say the thoughts that are in conjunction with that important message, that the emotion is trying to convey to you, a thoughts that are trying to convey a personal truth for you. If you are unconditionally present with each emotion, you will melt through the emotion into that truth. And based off of hearing the thoughts associated with that truth, you will know the why behind why you feel the way you feel and why your compass is pointing you in a particular direction. This is the point where we enter the realm of free will. Once you have that level of awareness, your internal guidance system isn't like a compass that controls you. Instead, you are looking at the compass, looking at where it's pointed, and making a conscious choice with your free will whether to follow it in the direction that it's pointing you or not. Basically, you will be using conscious choice to make a decision and then taking action according to personal truth. Keep in mind that this awareness is not about arriving at whether or not your internal compass is right or wrong. It's about gaining awareness as to where your internal compass has been meddled with so you can rewire that compass so that it is actually pointing you due north. Follow what feels good. Follow your joy. Follow your internal guidance system and this internal compass to the ends of the earth, but with awareness. With the awareness that your compass has been meddled with and that your wires might just be crossed. Have a good week.